Well, hey, it's time again for stories from Bittersweet Farm. It's, I'm Ken Pierpont, and today's story is chapter 21 from my first book, Sunset on Summer, and its title is Around the Table. I'm privileged to do my pastoring along rural lanes and countryside and in quaint villages and small towns. My parish is a beautiful one this time of year. The gentle hills and glens of Knox County are ribbon with ripening crops and rich with the colors of autumn. Robert Frost wrote of being versed in country things. That is an ambition of mine. I love the old places in the country best. Bank barns and big family homes back long tree-lined lanes. I like houses with character and history, not cookie-cutter track houses, but unique homes with their own personalities and atmospheres. I like houses that look like they have stories to tell. Our good neighbors, the Wheelers, have a home like that. It's nestled in a ravine back a quarter-mile lane in the middle of a 100-acre farm. On the back porch is a sturdy wrought-iron triangular dinner bell. I can imagine little children grimy with play, running for the house at the sound of that bell. Their daddy coming in from the field, hangs his cap on a hook inside the back porch, rolls up his sleeves, scrubs for dinner, and then cups his hands to drink the cold water. He takes his place at the head of the table with all the family holding hands and bows his head and says a humble, sincere prayer of thanksgiving. The aroma of good food and coffees in the air the home is marked by the bounty of God. We don't live at the end of a lane in a spacious farmhouse. We don't have a dinner bell and we don't work the fields, but there are a couple of things about this little scenario that we've been able to duplicate. Every time we sit down to eat as a family, we join hands around a beautiful solid oak dining room table. The big table should be in our family for generations. It was custom built by an Amish man from Walnut Creek named Sam Mast. He waited, we waited months for it to be finished. On August 10th, 1990, we all loaded in the van and we drove up through Holmes County to get it. And that was a big family event. I think if I tell you the story behind how we got that table and what we plan to do with it, you'll be strengthened in your resolve to, to have a godly home. It's an unusual story involving the Amish and the Japanese, Athens and Tokyo, a lady who calls herself Anne, a niece of Sam and his cousin, the Honda Motor Company, and Disney World. The table didn't cost me a penny. Lois doesn't have a job, but she paid for it. One day, looking for an outlet for some homemade craft items, Lois called a friend named Joanna, who calls herself Annie. Annie put her in touch with a lady from Athens, Ohio, who had a contact a contract with a Honda Motor Company to supply American-made dolls for a promotion sponsored by Disney World in, of all places, Tokyo. Lois called the lady from Athens who told her she would buy all the dolls she could make. There was, however, a stipulation. The deadline for the order was less than a week away. We set a goal to make 60 dolls in three days. The whole family worked together. The oldest children stuffed doll arms and legs and torsos with polyester batting. I stuffed and stitched doll pantaloons. Lois did the rest. I helped with meals. We stayed up all night, most of two nights. I carefully maintained my office hours, took care of my calls and study and meetings and administrative duties. But when the deadline came, we delivered on our end of the bargain. 30 days later, a check for over... $600 arrived in the mail. 
we went shopping for our table. The retail stores wanted more than we could afford, but I could tell the tables were made locally. Not knowing how to locate the Amish man who made the tables, I stopped an Amish lady on the street in Sugar Creek, and I asked if she knew anybody who could build custom furniture. She said, oh, yes, my cousin Sam Mass does. He lives up near Mount Hope. We drove to Mount Hope. At a little country store, we stopped again. I asked the girl at the counter if she knew where Sam Mast lived. From the middle aisle of the store, a voice said, Sam Mast is my uncle, and she told us how to find his house. We drove to his home, described the table we wanted. We wanted solid oak, five legs, simple and sturdy. We wanted bow-back chairs on the ends and benches on the sides. We wanted a light finish. We wanted five leaves so that it would open to 10 feet. And we held our breath as, we, as he looked up the price. Altogether, it came to $600. In a way, the table represents the heart of our home. It is large in hopes that God will bless us with enough children to go around it, like olive plants all around the table. It's beautiful to remind us that a truly godly family is a thing of great beauty and powerfully attracts others to the Christian faith. We want to use it to welcome others to our home and to our faith. It's simple to encourage us to remember that function is primary. It's strong to inspire us to bear up under the weight of pressures a family must endure. It's flexible. The leaves may be added when the family's large or there are many guests, but there will be a day all too soon when we won't need all the leaves and we must use these short days to prepare the children to gather their own families around tables of their own. We want to raise them in such a way They'll always long to return, and that returning will remind them that faith and family are the most important things in life. It is a product of hard work. It is the product of working together. Some families rarely have a family meal together. They just graze all day and wander from fridge to microwave and park it in the living room to stare at the big electronic eye. Not us. We gather around a beautiful oak table every night. Well, that's the story from out on Bittersweet Farm today, where every day is a beautiful day and the little light in the kitchen is always on.